<sighs> and welcome to Bound by the Seam. Yeah. A BDSM podcast to discuss all the weird, quirky stuff that's going on in the various communities around. Well, uh, I guess here and abroad would be probably the easiest way to discuss it. Yeah. Get some knowledge on some stuff. So mm. uh, I guess we should just jump into this one because this one's a little bit more of a crapshoot. Yeah, what is today's topic? Hold on, we got to start yeah, the episode. Yeah, uh, even I'm going to do it, right? There we go. There we go. That's great. Yeah. So, usually, on FetLife, I, whenever I get on there, there's usually a couple of reasons why I'm on there. Uh-huh. To look at the lackluster that is my mailbox, which is currently always sitting at zero, mm-hmm. <laughs> or... Uh, see if any friends are posting anything, seeing any new rope photo shoots that are going to give me some sort of like ideas mm-hmm. or ways to practice. If there's something new I should be paying attention to. Mm-hmm. And occasionally, occasionally something so stupid, so dumb mm. comes into my purview. And I just, I want to read this because I screenshotted it because. What came into your purview? So there was a question asked. Did it come with consent? No, it didn't. That's not good. Yeah, no, usually not. So. The question was asked by an individual, why doesn't our community have an elected council of elders? Okay. So, there's, that's, that's, a, that's a whole mess of shit to unpack. I can, right. I can go locate the archives for it. What is, what is an elder? Um, I guess it'd be more in the, uh, <clears throat> I'm not Gregorian sense, the, <laughs> in the Gorian sense, because Gorian is a... Gorian is a lifestyle where there's a hierarchy of all men are masters and everybody. It's a post Greg society. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Pretty. It's a pretty accurate depiction of that. Um, that whole concept is that there should be a group of people that have been in the community that are elder as far as like age is concerned and as far as arguably skill set is concerned does it dictate. are they talking age as in like how old you are or age as in how long have you been in the community i'm gonna assume i i should i no, i'm gonna i'm gonna be an asshole about this i'm assuming it's age okay i'm assuming a lot of it's age so it's like this old like uh from what you said it sounds like a patriarchal model a patriarchal model where it's a bunch of people that feel that they are far more knowledgeable in both age and knowledge to mm-hmm. dictate how you should enjoy your kink. Okay. And not just enjoy your kink, but also... Um, how you're allowed to practice. How you're allowed to practice, where you're allowed to practice, um, what are the do's and don'ts of this council of elders, yeah. and if it can get you banned. Basically, it's just a bunch of people trying to uh, put their opposing views on people. Okay, so how are how are we not doing that? How are we not doing that? Yeah. Uh, simple. Why would I want somebody in the sphere of, let's say, because um, I'm not a leather uh, player. I'm not right, a leather right. person in the leather lifestyle. I'm I'm practically just a rigger at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody that is in a leather lifestyle may not know exactly all the little idiosyncrasies that come with being a rigger or right. a performance artist. Having them tell me how I should enjoy my kink is probably not going to work out that well. Okay. At least that's just, that's just my purview. That's like me trying to tell somebody that's in a slave dynamic how I would do it better. Right. And saying that what they're doing is wrong. Okay. Because I think it's important to examine that because we are also 
sitting here and telling people um, the basics of everything. Basics, yes. Basics in our specific purview because mm-hmm. everybody's experience is going to be different. Everybody's lived experience is going to be different and how everybody came into their kinky lifestyle is going to be different. Right. And we've said this before and we'll continue to say it. We are not the arbiters of information. Mm-hmm. We just go say, hey, this is some information. If you want to do some more research on it, this is probably the way you can look for it. Mm-hmm. If you find a better way, please yeah, do let so- us know. Sourcing is a big part of what we do, I feel. Sourcing, um, networking. Yeah, finding out who you can talk to. Yeah. Um, well, before we absolutely roast these people, I want to make sure we're not guilty of the same sins. No, um, because we, one, this is this was brought up in the fact that, okay, there's a lot of new kinky people coming into the fray. Mm-hmm. One, uh, one easiest example is that all of the people on TikTok that are... They're they're joining kink life because uh-huh. it's so if you if you scroll through the algorithm and everything now I've started to see kinky people on my mm-hmm. on my TikTok uh, again it's before it probably gets banned in the U.S. Uh, and it's interesting you have a whole bunch of people that I I've never seen out in like conventions and just talking about this stuff so right, it's right. becoming a lot more accessible so having varying degrees of information that people can pick and choose from uh-huh. is a lot better than having a group of say like the council of evil from dc which is six people saying that they should be doing this this specific way because that's what they feel is right why do they got a fucking justice league antagonist name okay fine they're are they called the council of evil or did you make that up i made that part okay okay (laughs) because originally the dc thing is like the sinister six Mm, oh okay um and I figured that that was, like, the funniest thing I can come up with in my head. Okay. <laughs> Unless there is something. Well, I, w- I would not be surprised by uh, an elder group calling themselves something like that. Like, I've seen similar shit like this happening in some of the, um, like, the, the vampire subculture communities that are pretty prominent in Texas. Um, I, I see, like, they have a lot in common with uh, kink stuff. And I feel like the corruption that you're talking about, um, is, is it fair to call it corruption? Well, it, it would be if it was implemented because right. with, with any modicum of power, you're going to have some level of corruption. Yeah, I've seen that dynamic active in um, like the Texas area and somewhat in the California area. So um, while I'm not familiar with these groups that you're talking about, I think I've seen the dynamic before. It's a it's a very pervasive mentality where people don't like the concept of being held accountable on their own, so they mm. like to they like to shovel that shit off to somebody else. Right, more like a scapegoat. It's like okay, well now we have a higher power to answer to. Mm-hmm. They can take all of our blame and they can take all of the the shit that we're dealing with because mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with this shit on my own. I don't want to be held accountable for my own actions because I'm was told by these group of people that what I was doing is correct. Okay. Um, and a lot of that comes into like, and, and I don't want to throw a lot of like ageist shit in here, but I see that a lot with older crowds. Mm-hmm. Like this individual is at, uh, like mid forties. Right. And you had this, this actually, t- uh, this actually came across multiple different feeds and multiple mm. different areas. And you just had a bunch of people ripping on the idea. Of, and one of the biggest ones is like, there is a there is a gentleman in in uh, I won't say specifically where just somewhere north that he has a really he's really predominant in his own community. Okay, very predominant. 
uh, gay leather, like old school gay leather. Mm-hmm. And he he made a joke about this and was like, well, you can't get four gay dudes to, uh, to, 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 to figure out exactly what we're going to be wearing for the evening. What the hell makes you think that we can have four people agree on a way to do kink like that makes no fucking sense okay and why is uh why is the discussion happening in the first place like what things about kink uh are needing to be decided because it sounds like it's more than just uh where do we meet what time do we meet at a lot of it has to do with the fact that there's um even before even before the whole pandemic thing a Mm -hmm. lot of it is like there's there's been a lot of community divide i guess would be the best way to to kind of go about that and there nothing was really ever homogenous mm-hmm. um you had areas in like tennessee where one of the local dungeons there got swat essentially swatted raided mm-hmm. would be the best thing because someone had a vendetta against the owner right wore a camera recorded everything going on and handed it to the police wow so that place got shut down mm-hmm. and you have issues where there's a lot of consent violation going on in certain certain specific communities okay um and there's no one. So it's like to curtail those issues. It's to curtail those issues, but it's this misguided concept of trying to bring everybody together mm. under people that they feel should give their definitive, like this is how things should be. Mm. We as uh, even as riggers, like there's there's a number. Of, you can't find a single person that does a single column tie the same way. Right. You cannot. Everybody will find their own way to do some something specific. Mm-hmm. And. It just doesn't make sense because yeah. you you have a bunch of as kinky people we're we're disenfranchised already yeah because we're not normal as as much as we like to pretend we're not we we are slightly abnormal mm-hmm. and yeah we talked a bit about that on the on the last episode when we were talking about um uh mentioning things about public play and mainstream acceptance and stuff like that yeah um and yeah we are a subculture and that's kind of the point. Exactly, and the the whole concept is like we're already governed by a lot of rules and and laws and everything. Let's try to make this a lot less complicated. Do things safe, sane, and consensual, mm-hmm. or in risk awareness, consensual kink, or even prick personal responsibility informed consensual kink. Mm-hmm. Like doing these things should mitigate a lot of things. Like if you do not consent to something, then it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And these are like base level things that we, as a as a whole, have agreed upon, mm-hmm. and that's fine. That's perfectly fine. Like we have group leaders for riggers, we have group leaders for poly people, we have group leaders for edge players, and these are the people that have taken it upon themselves to try to educate more. But they are definitely not going to be the arbiters of information. Right. I know when I was teaching ed- edge play, um, it it. All I did was left it. I I brought people in mm. that knew more on the subject than I did that I could ever do, other than doing simple research. Right, and it, it sounds like um, our usual dynamic, from what I know of you and I, is we're very. It's either based on a location, and the um, the authority in that location has all the power, or it's based on a group of peers, and who's ever whoever is the most experienced or skilled is the person that has the power. Uh, usually yeah typically and a lot of this came to a head um where like the original post by the by the gentleman up north mm-hmm. um he had to take it down because he uh, apparently he offended people with the concept of like 
that is by far one of the dumbest ideas is to have a random group of people that only a certain group would be completely in agreement to and all these other people not necessarily being able to really do anything about it because now you have these people that are dictating okay well these these places are good to go and they follow all the rules and if you go to those places you're no longer part of the no, you're no, no longer part of the cool kids club okay so it turns into this clicky clicky nature that is already apparent because again you have all these people in various different forms of their kink while some inter- intermingle mm-hmm. it's not a it's not definitive it's not an always right and what what would what is your opinion on the subject because I'm gonna I'm gonna actually look into the actual post a little bit more and see exactly how far it got, and we'll continue from there because it oh boy it's fucking weird. I feel like uh, power dynamics and subcultures is a thing that is going to happen as a subculture gets larger and larger. Um, but like, it just doesn't seem like a good idea to be splitting into factions as a subculture currently because the subcultures do that naturally already so i just feel like it's a bad idea um i understand the urge to uh try and solidify some sort of power because as you um you said you usually see age as a factor right typically age tends to be one of those weird factors where uh, I've, i've seen it in a little bit of a weirder sense where somebody that is like mid 40s early 50s comes in and because of their age a lot of people feel that they do know, they know more information in regards to in reality they've only, they've only been in the scene for three months okay so it turns into this weird vacuum of this concept that age means experience mm-hmm. but if you haven't experienced the thing that you just got into enough what information other than your personal experience, do you really have mm-hmm. to be to be giving a level of authoritarian inf- a power? Yeah. So it it just it's weird. Is it right? I'm not sure. I mean, some people like that. Some people like that concept. Yeah. Like I'm I'm personally at odds with most forms of authority. So there being what is effectively a kink governing body is not something I'm very down with. But uh, I can see why people would like that um, as far as having a structure to understand the subculture through. But I think we're starting to lose some of that like almost like cousin to punk DIY way of um, enjoying yourself. And I I don't necessarily think that should be the standard. Um, It is, you know, also subculture about like a lot of the people like being told what to do. So a group of people that do that, yeah, that's that make that checks out. That makes sense. But um, I'm I'm not sure. Um, because it sounds like these people effectively decide they're elected, and then they use their clout to assemble a user base that a lot of other people like. You know, um, who's who gets to vote? Who's pecking? Who like? How do you get nominated? There's a weird pecking order that decided, that gets decided, and a lot of the and these are just some of the comments from this. And it's like one of them is because we can't get everyone on the same page. Well, what page is that? Yeah, 
And, uh, Who decides what page we're on? Exactly. And the sometimes the other one of these other comments is like sometimes those that could be elders would do despicable things, and then some peer leaders would support them, and some would not, driving a big wedge in the community. Mm-hmm. And that's that's one that was one of the biggest ones that I saw that kind of like stuck with me is like you these people that you would eventually like come to terms with, be friends with, and you would you would fight tooth and nail to protect them if they did something shady. Yeah. It's happened in other communities. Like there's been a number of large name performers, specifically riggers, mm-hmm. that have gotten caught up in some serious sexual allegations. And, yeah. and those aren't those aren't going away anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Now did it ever go to author- uh, actual authorities? Not my place to say. Those mm-hmm. are those are my stories to tell. But there was such a divide because you had these people that would say, "Okay, this person would never do such a thing." Right. But then you have the victims saying, "Well, we have the receipts. Mm-hmm. This is how it happened." And as a matter of fact, there's video evidence of this performance. Right. So it it that's the same concept it's like you're you you put such so this is a thing that normally happens in um situations where somebody's been victimized already and now we're putting uh structural strength behind it yep pretty much and it it comes from like, i don't know i think it comes from just a weird place of just again wanting a scapegoat mm-hmm. at least in my opinion because if I'm not held accountable for my own actions. I I would imagine that I would probably be a lot worse of an individual. Right. Um, not to say that I'm a good person. I'm just... Mm-hmm. That, that just seems like if I had that one little thing that was like, okay, well, if they... If these people will back me, mm-hmm. what's to stop me from being a piece of shit? Right. And I think that's where a lot of it comes down to is just... There's this level of mistreatment when it comes to giving people power... That you don't really know what their true intentions are, other than the fact that you meet them once a week at a kinky dungeon and you've seen them naked a couple times. Right. Because you, we never really know people until we know them. Mm-hmm. And it, it it comes with a weird set of hypocritical notions. Right. And and, and it... Let's, let's see here. Uh, the whole leader... The whole... Let's see here. Let's see. Ramblings on fat life about creating a cancer elders. Who would yeah, how how do you think kink leadership should progress? Honestly. And there should be no leaders is is not a viable option. Unrealistic, yeah. Yeah. I mean ideally it would be it'd have to be some level of homogeneity. uh you'd have to have everybody on the same page. And by same page, like, everybody agrees to these base set of things. Like, okay, we're doing things safely and consensually. There is no sexual assault is is an instant ban. And you don't get a second chance. Mm -hmm. And if everybody can come to those same terms, and if you can sit there and say, well, your best friend just did something stupid, he has to go, you, you you either back him or you don't. And if you do, you're also out because you're protecting your predator. There's a really weird set of red red tapes that you need to start jumping through for that. That seems like the same process we were just um, disagreeing with with an extra step. Exactly. And I can't even give you a definitive answer on that. Because mm-hmm. every time that I've seen a, a 
community, quote unquote, form, there's always somebody that's been given a a leadership position. Mm-hmm. Like as of right now, if I go on to FetLife, there's a group specifically for this community that is the community group leaders. Mm-hmm. Like these are people that are in their respective groups. Let's say one of them's a rigor group. Mm-hmm. Well, this person is the one that says like, okay, you get, you are allowed to come to this group. You're allowed to come to these classes. And if you fuck up, you're gone. Mm-hmm. And it's like that with almost every single community or quote unquote community group mm-hmm. leader. You have that in the poly ones. You have that in the leather ones. You have that in the other ones. Like that's that's how it's typically formed. And if you have a centralized place where mm-hmm. all of these heads can come together, sure. That sounds like a good, that sounds like a passable idea where each respective, I guess, it would be organization at this point because some of these places. Some of these groups also run their own respective venues, Mm -hmm. which is that's where the basis comes from. If you have ownership of a venue and you run a group out of it, you're responsible for it. Right. And that's how the community kind of just like shovels that responsibility on. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've seen. When the dungeon was open down here, the dungeon was kind of the the center point for all of the groups. Right. And the owner of the dungeon was had the last say in who stays and who goes. Mm -hmm. So... That one's a tricky one, then. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, because we're we're starting to get into a little bit of class stuff with that too, because that means you have to be able to run an organization, which means you have to either have the space or be able to afford to rent the space, mm-hmm. or if you are an expert, you have to have the kind of economic situation where you can afford to put time into your craft instead of spending forty, sixty hours a week at a nine to five. Yep. So this this is where it gets murky. Mm-hmm. It gets very murky because <clears throat> if you have the money to do it, you can pretty much do it. Yeah. If you don't, you're pretty much stuck following the lead on somebody else. Mm-hmm. It 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 gets very messy, man. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's and that's why I think I've seen a lot of the like bigger communities like fall because right now there's several in in this state that just don't exist, mm-hmm. and they're small little fractions that where it's maybe five ten people Mm -hmm. and that's it and everybody doesn't like listening to other people so they form their own little house parties right which in turn are their own their own little groups Mm -hmm. so they can have control over the situation and becomes this fight for power yeah because they don't want to listen to these rules and or these rules are a little bit too strict i want something a little bit lighter Mm -hmm. and then you have this shift of people and the shift it becomes very, it's like an oil and water thing. You start seeing mm-hmm. the separation almost immediately. So, I don't know. If you want a community that has a group of leaders, form it yourself. Mm-hmm. If you can. If not, you can either stay home or, and that's just kind of the way it is, which is weird. But well, if you, you, should, to, you should be staying home right now anyway. Agreed. I mean, more in the sense like, if you cannot agree with the the um, set status quo for the respective community, I don't know because right now, like even even before this, like I've separated myself from the community at at whole. Uh huh. Like it's just. I was more referring to the fact that there's a, a global super virus. Present. Oh, that too. Yeah, that maybe don't go out right now. Yeah, just don't, please. For the love of God, please. Um. I don't know. Like this is one of those touchy subjects where it's like 
you either do it or you don't because usually in conventions Mm -hmm. you don't have that you just have a you can walk up to one of those experts that we were talking about that has mastered their craft and talk to them like a normal person well like and if the convention isn't a kink convention all you have to do is convince the people that are booking panels that you know what you're talking about and you can present yourself as an authority to a room full of like wide-eyed very curious people yeah, Which well, is our target audience, so there's that. <laughs> with the literal tales, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, you you can definitely you can definitely pose as someone that is an expert in the craft, but mm-hmm. what, what happens when one of the people in the audience calls you on your bluff? Well, usually, um, a lot of those conventions, you have a lot of socially awkward people at them anyway, uh, so they can you can probably just be assumed to be like. Uh, this is some naysaying, well, actually, asshole that is trying to get some attention and some clout by yelling up at panels, because you usually have, like, at least one or two of those people in a lot of panels that I see at these events. That's fair. I mean... And I, I don't I don't think they're, um, for, for the kind of person I'm referring to, I, I don't even think they're nefarious most of the time. I think that they, uh, um... They were like, well, my field is a meritocracy where I can prove myself with how smart I am. So, to be respected, I have to perform intelligence. You have to Performing your... intelligence is telling people they're wrong, because that's what we were taught in high school. Like, Yeah. I think this is, this is going to lead to an, an even bigger like question as far as like the kink, like a kink community is concerned. Like, what uh-huh. dictates it? Other than the fact that just a bunch of people that want to get together and have a fun time. Like, I think mm-hmm. that was originally the concept. We have a bunch of people that are completely separated from social norms that just want to have fun. Mm-hmm. What's the, what would be the point in having somebody dictate what is right and what's wrong? I think uh, completely separated is a misnomer because I feel like there are social norms. They're just different. Yeah. Uh, and there are allowances for things. So, like... Like, you're allowed to tie somebody up and beat them, but you're not allowed to rape somebody. Exactly. You're not allowed to be a creep unless you've, like, stated that, hey, I my thing is I'm being a voyeur. Is that cool? And people are like, all right, that's cool. Or they're like, don't. <laughs> yeah, usually. As long as you ask, you'll get an answer. Usually. It might not be the answer you want, but it'll be, the, it'll be an answer nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, communities are difficult as far as, like, kink is concerned because i've seen a lot of weird infighting i've seen a lot of this a lot of that and it's not to dissuade anybody it's just that's the nature of humans we that we have disagreements and then mm-hmm. separate clicks form and then that group has grows in in numbers and then they have an infight and then another group forms from mm-hmm. that and just it's it's a cycle it, it is you'll and then you'll have like 50 60 groups in one state that just don't agree mm-hmm. i think there was one time there was a a, a statewide tng thing like tng is the next generation Mm -hmm. essentially um you have to be from the ages of 18 to 35 okay and once you get 35 you're obviously out and the entire it was i think it was a one time where everybody within that age group had gotten together and actually did something Mm -hmm. and i think it was like over 800 kingsters nice and it was the first and last one i had because there was a lot of problems that came with it right and that's when you realize and it's also a it's also a regional thing Mm. like how we do things here is not how some people do it over there. Mm. All, all in all, th- this this 
this conversation sparked a lot of controversy as far as like well, why we already have a, a set of checks and balances like just don't be a creep follow the three little acronyms and just be nice well what what is checking those things usually the venues the venues okay so then that means the venue has all of the authority essentially it's the same thing with a hotel at a convention if if any of the the hotel will ultimately tell you if your if your convention is uh causing problems like the rooms are destroyed because all of these people came in and just screwed everything up you have the buyer's den where nothing was cleaned up and everything was left to trash mm. the hotel can tell you to go fuck yourself right and that's the same way it is with most especially but uh the venue like if we're talking for like conventions the venue is not the convention so they can they can check and balance on each other true the convention can also check its own patrons it can check who, mm-hmm. it, who allows the panel back and so uh, back and forth so on and so forth um and i think like the small little private venues like uh there's what is it what is a it's uh We'll just go with Studio Coker, the one in, in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, they have every right to tell you to leave mm-hmm. because it's it's they pay for it. It's, they have the money for it, They're, right? And it it goes without saying that typically we we leave we let them decide because again it's their space. They right. created it and they created it for a specific purpose. Mm-hmm. You violate that purpose, you're no longer allowed, right? And I think that's where this comes to kind of a head mm-hmm. because what would these people own if nothing? Like, mm-hmm. I, do you have maybe maybe three venues here mm-hmm. and all of them are operating on way different wavelengths? Right. So as someone that's owned a venue before, I, it's usually a pretty cut and dry thing where it's like, you don't don't be a creep if if you want to come back mm-hmm. and you want to learn that's the whole purpose well and like who can hold the venue accountable for its own thing like let's say uh let's say we've got a a shady venue operating like how we um suppose that these elders may operate right right and you go to the venue and a consent violation happens but they go that would look bad if it were proved right we um we have to quash this like a, a venue is just as capable of that as any of these groups are very true and a lot of that has to go and i think a lot of that's going to go back on like do does the i hate i have said community so many times uh-huh. it's annoying that at this point it's the community that needs to thesaurus.com pretty much well if the if the center of the authority in the community is the venue and the option is have kink or don't have kink. What are people going to pick? It sounds like um, people will have kink if uh, if this. Um, I don't want to say council of elders, but if there was a overarching group that could be like, "Hey, we don't go here anymore." And like uh, like music scenes actually. Um, before the uh, the shutdown happened. Sometimes, like, music scenes that treated bands badly would get a reputation for that. So the only time you would see people at those venues is that those bands really needed money. And um, people would only go for the bands, and people would stop showing up to the venue just because stuff was there. Like, uh, there's a couple of venues here in town that I will go to 
like um, let's say it's a Saturday night when the apocalypse isn't happening. Yeah, I'll just go to the venue because I know whoever they booked is going to be good. And there are others that I will only go to if a band I know is going there. And that's because you have um, these people that curate for uh, the community and they're very open and transparent, but they don't really hold authority positions. So these people would be like um, people that book shows, photographers, um, the current, well, used to be the current, not anymore, <laughs> um, that kind of thing. Is it but, now the past tense? Do what? Is it now the past tense, not the current? Uh, I, th- I think the current still exists. I just they've they've um, backed some stances that like I didn't disagree with. But I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> that's fair. Apologies, nicotine fix. Uh, I feel you. There's funny enough. There's been a lot of that actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's, there's been a well. This well, place place has people that we don't like. We're not going to go there anymore. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happens, and people will separate themselves from it. Or mm-hmm. you have the better half that just don't want to deal with it, deal with the larger issues, and just still go and be a patron at these these locations. Yeah, I think a, a problem is a lack of a communication structure um, that is uh, neutral, I guess you would call it, because FetLife always has this uh, this air of... People are looking for hookups or ways to start scenes most of the time, which is what the website was built for. So, of course. But I think people don't really see it as a place to get news from other than where events are occurring. Yeah. It seems like you, um, like, leaving a bad review on a venue in Life is very different from leaving a bad Yelp review or roasting somebody in the paper. Like, or even canceling somebody on Twitter. Yeah, there. Um, it's incredible. Everything that happens on FetLife is incredibly personal, which means you can't be. Um, uh, you're going to have a much more political battle than you would otherwise. Yeah, the battle of ideologies is a very strong one. When everything is a, it's an identity, mm-hmm. a, a personal attack. Uh, that's that's true, uh, and we don't really have like a larger kink news outlet. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think I've ever seen one. Well, and you have a you have a community that prides itself on how personal it is capable of being. Yeah, individuality is a very very big thing as far as like you so can that, be. That's yourself. kind of a problem when someone's being a shitter. Exactly. Well, then then it gets into well, this is just who I am. Well, man, you know, who you yeah, are, who you sh- are sucks. Who you are right. a shitty person. <laughs> you really, sh- you really should uh, have passed the vibe check before you're allowed here. Mm-hmm. And I think that's and that comes with intrinsic and in, intrinsic bias mm. because we all have our perceived like who we will talk to, who we won't talk mm-hmm. to, who who will trigger a very visceral like you're going to catch a hand appointment right if you continue talking, and it just turned into this weird weird mess and i think a lot of that just comes down to a lot of individual personalities just don't really mesh well with everybody else well the the older a community gets uh not community but like the older a subculture gets the more access to the mainstream it gets and i feel like as the kind of people who are coming into kink are less and less marginalized um there is more allowance for um this kind of um 
this kind of kind of clickiness that we that we see. Yeah. Because for better and for worse, we're losing the um we have to protect them just because they're in the community. We're also losing the veil of mysticism as a as a subculture in general. Like if you think about it, like the more and more it gets far more predominant in the mainstream, the mm-hmm. the more people discuss it, the more like I I can't tell you how many times I've seen the a Twitter post of some girl going up um choke me harder or something like that mm-hmm. just like it becomes a lot more of a a discussed topic you start removing a lot of the mysticism behind it about mm-hmm. and i think people that got it also depends it's a generational thing too mm-hmm. because there are people that got into kink from the book of o or mm-hmm. the secretary or 50 shades of gray mm-hmm. um and now we're seeing it, seeing it with TikTok or anything of the sort. Mm-hmm. And there's even people who read up who the Marquis de Sade was and like, ooh, that sounds really weird and kinky. That sounds like a great idea. Mm-hmm. And it, those generations have very specific thought processes about how kink should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and when those different differences of opinions come into the same room, you get a lot of heated discussions. Mm-hmm. So... We'll see what happens in the near future, but as of right now, thankfully, there's no such thing as a Council of Elders that's going to be actually put into effect. That's good. Um, and the fact that pe- a lot of people actually like got behind the idea of like, yeah, no, this is not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Leave it to leave it to the venue to decide, and leave it to the. Uh, and sometimes the uh, Council of Public Opinion is um, kind of important. Sometimes it can be very toxic but mm-hmm. as as long as we can as long as we can avoid some sort of like authoritarian stuff mm-hmm. i think we can get by just fine with it without it excuse me yeah and i really i don't th- i don't know how many times this, this conversation has come up like in the past six years that i've been in public kink uh-huh. so many conversations and it always le- ends the same way well, who do you think is going to run it? And usually they mention a few names, like a couple months later, oh, this person had a sexual assault allegation. Right. That was probably a really bad choice. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, God, this topic makes me so tired every time. Mm-hmm. So tired. <sighs> I also think it's a little bit more of the, like, pandemic is finally weighing in on, like, the level of just nothing going on. Yeah. And it, you're starting to see a lot of people just regurgitate the same information. Yeah, yeah. I have plenty going on. That may be the the difference is I, I'm super occupied. Um, but I feel like a lot of people have already gone through that. Right? Yeah. Like they've found a way to keep themselves occupied. They burned all the way through it. And uh now I'm just like throwing myself headlong into so many things i think uh with the little bit more of like the the incorporated schedule like i'm just gonna throw myself into this Mm -hmm. and just focus strictly on everything for this and this alone because this is this is getting this is getting some decent traction Mm -hmm. it It makes me it makes me a happy boy right to see people actually listening to this and just hopefully doing the best at the moment that's about all i wanted to discuss on this topic uh-huh we were originally going to have a guest with us but 
plans change, things happen uh-huh. as it goes. Is there anything else you wanted to add at the end of this? Um, Just social structures and political power between small groups is a complicated thing. Um, I feel like a lot of people approach this like uh, from the lens of, well, there's this very simple solution. You just do this. And I think a lot of people don't realize that like that, that equation um, has 400 different variables and it's different for everybody. Yeah, that's very true. What we think is simple is probably not for someone else. Yeah, I, I don't think it's simple. Yeah, like, uh, I have this uh, this teacher who I won't mention their name, but um, they have this idea that if you think something is simple, um, if you really understand it, you can make it complicated, and vice versa is also true. If something is complicated and you really understand it, you can make it simple. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Well, at the moment, again... That's all I have to say on the subject. Yeah. Don't forget to follow us on Pornhub, YouTube, wherever you'd like. This will be posted up after the previous episode, after I get done editing it. Uh, I do thank you for your patience. Mm-hmm. And Au revoir, Jeanne. Yeah, next comment, um, comment what y'all think about all this. Because I know normally when we get to, to the end of our rants, we, uh, we're like, this is what you can do in this situation. But right right now, I feel like we're just two people on a balcony yelling at a theater. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. No, this one is this one's gonna take a lot more a lot more time. By all means, do yeah, what should we do? Be tired, <laughs> be exhausted, like the rest of us. No, definitely, definitely. I want to. I really would like to see what people think about the subject because uh-huh. this is this is not an easy topic. Obviously, considering we're we're both here, just like, you can hear the frustration. Like this is not a good idea. Mm-hmm. But again, someone might prove me wrong mm-hmm. and get me on board of the whole council of others. Maybe not, but <laughs> we'll see what happens. I don't want that kind of responsibility. Neither do I. I really don't. That sounds like it would cut into my sleeping time. And there's a lot of things that cut into my sleeping time, and you don't have sleeping time exactly because <laughs> everything's cutting into it. <laughs> Well, that's it. Bye. See ya.